0: Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The show is about to begin. This is Concerts That Made Us. I'm your host, Brian, and as always, rate and review us on iTunes and find us and follow us on social media. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, Bam Bam, you're very welcome to the show.
1: Well, thanks for having me on. I love the name, you know, the Concerts That Made Us. Really, I uh, really <laughs> tweaked my heart because I was, I really enjoyed the Netflix show, um, the toys that made us, the movies that made us, right? So and as soon as I saw your name, I'm like, Right, I'll be on this one,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, funny story, actually. I uh, I hadn't seen those shows when I came up with the idea for the podcast. Would you believe that's funny?
1: <laughs> well, you would figure you think back to what made you like you know, toys GI Joes and music and the great VHS movies of our time, and you'd figure that's what made me. So let me call me that,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: where are you from?
0: I'm from Ireland,
1: oh, yourself, fucking right, Canada. Ah, The north. I think, no, I'm north of the city, but out of Toronto.
2: Ah,
0: how's the, how's the weather over there this time of year? It's great right now. Really? Yep, it's really green. It's um. only going to be like that for like two more months. <laughs> <laughs> Short-lived. Yeah, it's kind of like Ireland as well. Although, I'm sure you probably get better weather.
1: Well, not as green. Rain's more over there. I want to come to Ireland, man. The Leprechaun was my favorite movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a pretty good one. And
1: and the Boondog Saints.
0: I actually haven't seen it, would you believe? It's on my list. I haven't got to it yet.
1: Watch it, man. Watch it. It's great. So good. I was filmed in Toronto. Most of a lot of that. Really? Yep.
0: Do you remember, actually, uh, very few people that I mentioned this to. You know your man... uh, Patrick Flannery or Sean Patrick Flannery—that's in the Boondock sense. Yeah. Do you remember in the mid '90s he done a young Indiana Jones TV show?
1: I didn't know that. I remember that TV show, but it was a long time ago.
0: Yeah, it's. uh Oh, it was one of my favorite TV shows as a as a kid. I may try revisit it.
1: We got one more Indiana Jones coming to Harrison Ford.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be interesting.
1: I can't wait i love the fourth one i love it. a lot of people didn't like it but i did really yeah a lot of people said that the ending was stupid because it was all about aliens
2: Mm.
1: and i'm sitting there like so let me ask you this you like the story of part one two and three they're like yeah i'm like okay part one was all biblical and shit about jesus like the bible and spirits. um part two i believe was the the one with all the fucking voodoo and shit What, what was it what was part three about again Oh, the the cup was it? The cup, the Jesus cup.
0: Yes, yes. And you're
1: telling me that aliens at the end is way more far fetched than all of the, all three of those. Inter- <laughs> very interesting. Very interesting. I, I just, I'm just trying to. I really don't care about your train of thought. That's that's fucked up.
2: <laughs> mm.
0: It's kind of almost like a natural progression as well. You start off with Christ and you end up with aliens.
1: Yeah, or aliens were at the time of Christ too. Could have been. Who knows? Mm. A lot yeah. of theories out yeah. there.
0: No, oh, that's for sure. That's for sure. So, do you want to tell the listeners a bit about your podcast?
1: Yeah, a lot of people mess up my name. They they think it's just General Public. <laughs> I, I go I go with that here and there, but the full name is General Public Podcast Randomness with Bam Bam, which is me. I'm Bam Bam. Right, right. And I like to call myself Bam Bam because I'm 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 fucked. Look at me. I'm wearing a Twisted <laughs> Sister t-shirt. I did it for you. I'm wearing a fur coat from the 70s. It's great, right? It
0: is actually. It's. I just like to be random as fuck. It's a great get up. I love the coat, especially with the t-shirt. It goes very well. <laughs> I'd never wear it in public ever. <laughs> that was my next question. I
1: don't know. This is It is a real animal. I just don't know which one it is. There's no tag on it. <laughs> I really don't know. It's uh, it's kind of gray-black striped, a white stripe, something. Maybe it's a raccoon. I love raccoons. I hope not. But anyways, there's nothing I can do about it. It's real fur, and I'm not going to wear it in public because I don't need that nonsense, especially in 2021. I'll wear it at home and appreciate it. It used to be... It came from a family member, so it's authentic, right? It's not like I went out and bought the fucking thing during time. This came from a time when this was okay. So, you know, if someone throws paint on it, then I'm going to make their face bloody red.
0: <laughs> well, to a rational thinking person that would be totally fine you know that it came from a time when it was okay you didn't purchase it you know but there's uh there's not many rational thinking people around nowadays
1: no i haven't really met these people i just read about them online yeah i catch the odd person who's got the the odd like ideologies Hmm. and i kind of you know put them in their spot a little bit as you can say like i had this one guy talked at the gas station who works there and he's wearing his mask underneath his nose right and yeah and, and i'm like you know it, the point is to wear it over your nose right it's like a condom you don't just put it on the tip <laughs> you roll it all the way down and uh and he goes yeah but i i heard that, uh, that there's chemicals in the mask and if you breathe them in too often it's not good for you and i'm like yeah i read that too i'm like did you read that the headline or did you read the whole article and he goes just the headline and i go so you didn't read the rest of the article when it explained that there's certain products. If you look at the ingredients on the mask, it explained in the article what the ingredients are, which is on the cheaper medical masks. Mm. It's not on all of them. It's it's on only like a minor percentage, but it's, it's on the box. And if it's on the box, then don't buy that probably from the dollar store or some stupid shit. Yeah. And he goes, oh, oh, I didn't know that. And he puts the mask on. And I'm like, see, I fucking hate guys like you. You know what I call you? And he goes, what? I'm like, you're a headliner. I'm like you read three fucking lines and make full-on judgment from that. I'm like, if it interested you enough to the point where you're still wearing the mask, which you're, you know, technically you're breathing it through your fucking mouth. <laughs> so there's no point if it's not on your nose, but it's over your mouth. You're still breathing it in, right? I'm like, if 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 if, if you if it piqued your interest enough, that headline, why didn't you just go on and read the rest of it and, and actually get the details yeah. instead of making judgment from three fucking lines, which is the problem with everyone today.
0: That's exactly what I was going to say. The majority—that's all they do, you know—to see the headliner headliners. run with it. The headliners—that's
1: what I call them. There's a band called the Headliners.
0: I was thinking that. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, where's the best place for people to find your podcast?
1: Well, you gotta go. I will. I will send you my Instagram if you want to post that into your description. Yeah, of course. If you go to the if you go to my description on my Instagram, there's something called a link tree, and that. And that will show you everything. It'll show you everything. I'm on YouTube, Twitter. I barely use Twitter. Don't get much out of that. I don't know if I'm going to continue it. I just like reading the articles there <laughs> or the headline. The headline. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, a TikTok. I have fun with YouTube. I'm picking up on. And that's about it. And then there's podcast platforms, mainly on um, Pocket Cast, Spotify. You can find me on iTunes. iHeartRadio. radio. But you have to put my full name when you search me. General Public Podcast. Usually when you write randomness, it'll show up. If not, you gotta put general public podcast randomness with bam bam.
2: Right.
0: I think I I had that issue when uh when we met first. All right, I had to enter uh, an episode title, I think, to find your podcast.
1: Yeah, my bad. Uh, I didn't really think that through when I made a name. So <laughs> too late.
0: Oh, sure. There's uh there could be worse things that could happen.
1: And yeah, there, there, there was already a general public podcast, and so I added the randomness of Bam Bam. Ah, right. They've been in They've been inactive since 2017, but I didn't want to. I didn't want the hassle just in case. Yeah. One day I get an email. It's like, hey, that was our name. It's like, well, no, my name's Randomness with Bam Bam. Yours is just General Public. This <laughs> off. You fucking wank. You moushu wank.
0: The um the name Bam Bam. Where does that come from? Does it have anything to do with a uh, Bam from Jackass or Bam Bam from the Flintstones? Both, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that
1: is both, man. It came from both. I love, I love Bam Margera, and I love um, the Flintstones. Actually, I'm going to be posting. I got a new logo. I ain't, I'm not telling you what it is. I'm really excited for it because it's 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 like I took all the elements of what my podcast is and who I am, and I just smashed it into this fucking logo
0: oh cool cool when's uh when's that dropping
1: i'll probably do it tonight or tomorrow i just i literally just got my last revision of it uh an hour ago
0: oh cool cool i can't wait to see it by the time the listeners are hearing this of course it'll be it'll be up so it'll be the first thing to see when to search for you
1: yeah <laughs> no, there actually there was one thing that she oh fuck i should have got her to fix that actually Uh, anyways okay the idea is there but there's this explosion behind me like a mushroom cloud
2: Mm.
1: behind behind like it's me it's it's a character of me and there's this mushroom cloud explosion and i asked her to to make it like the bottom part look like the explosion but the top to make it look more like a real mushroom Ah. that part she didn't catch i guess i I just realized that now fuck but it is a mushroom cloud so the idea of the mushroom is there so i'll leave it for now yeah yeah sounds pretty good i talk a lot about mushrooms on my podcast too
0: psychedelics I've I've noticed that alright in the few episodes I've listened to <laughs> or even on your uh, on your Instagram it's easy to pick up on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is.
0: <laughs> I have a feeling we might yeah. uh, we might be hearing some stories to do with psychedelics mixed with concerts coming towards us.
1: Actually, I got a podcast coming up where I actually did take mushrooms
0: during the podcast.
1: Yep, and at the start of the podcast, like I, I, I talked for about 10, 15 minutes, and then 15 minutes in, I started saying I got something on me. And I, I can't remember. It was a while ago. I think I said what it was. And I go, here, we're going to play a game for anyone who's listening. Try and guess when it kicks in. <laughs> and I just fucking, yeah. So it was, it was a pretty long podcast, but it's funny. It pretty it kicks in within like 20 or so minutes after
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be an interesting one
1: (laughs) yeah i think i'm going to do more like that it was a lot of fun
0: you should and it makes you unique as well i can't imagine there's many podcasts out there doing that
1: i haven't heard one yet no me neither me neither fuck now everyone's gonna get that idea you're gonna start seeing it more often (laughs) great it's okay oh man (laughs) thousand people have the same idea and usually only one person does
0: Mm, yeah except for now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we uh we better move on to the music i guess
1: yeah man let's do it
0: how would you describe your musical tastes
1: now well i'm all over the place it just like to me music isn't bad music if it makes you feel something yeah i listen to everything but lately as i get older i'm starting to get back to, to my roots so alternative shock rock you know the 90 anything 90s mm said the 70s actually my favorite song of all time is um johnny Be good by buck cherry really or chuck berry i mean yeah <laughs> buck cherry chuck berry not buck cherry <laughs> buck Cherry's a, a current band chuck berry yeah that's my favorite song man
0: oh i'm surprised at that now it's not something you hear very regularly nowadays
1: i guess it has to do with a lot maybe i'm a i am grew up on with my, with my parents a lot of elvis what, what are they called the beach boys monkeys all kinds of that stuff Plus, you know, one of my favorite movies is Back to the Future, Marty McFly. Oh, man. Nails it. You know, remember that? Oh, At the end? I
0: absolutely love
1: that. With film. the guitar solo. Yeah. yeah. And the Chuck Berry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it, it, the thing was, is that I think it was like back in 2016, 15, like I was more on the modern shit, like EDM. There's a band, this EDM group called Cruella. I was all over. And I really liked the club stuff. But then 2016, 15, music got real shit <laughs> yeah. not just not just one genre everything everything just got real shit and it's been like that since it's like before by springtime i, I always create an album at the start of the year so if it's 2001 in february i open up a 2001 album in my itunes and i start going shazamming shit trying to hear things on the radio youtube i'm, I'm always searching for new music for that playlist for the year right mm. or for the summer coming up I've been struggling since 2016, 17. Jesus. Holy shit. And I love country music. Love country music. And the country sucks right now. It's getting better, actually. It's picking up. Yeah. Because Megan Megan Patrick, she's Canadian. She's my new favorite country artist. Oh, I haven't heard of her yet. Oh, check her out, man. She's wild. She's my new Shania Twain.
0: (laughs) Oh, man, Shania Twain. I've actually seen her in concert myself.
1: Oh, you son of a bitch. I, I missed her the last time. <laughs> that, that's one thing I'd like to talk about later is, is concerts if you want for a little. But you go on with your, with what you want to go with.
0: <laughs> I don't know. You know, us talking about concerts on this podcast, that'd be a bit strange, wouldn't
1: it? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Touche. Well, I don't know if you want to start with that now or later.
0: Oh, um, your call. We'll get to it. We'll get to it.
1: All right. Don't worry. I got full of notes. Bam Bam comes prepared.
0: <laughs> That's what I like to see. A guest who comes prepared. The, uh, we'll start, we'll ease gently into it. The very first concert experience you had.
1: Edge Fest, 1997. So um, when I went to Edge Fest, and, and there's something that, that happened at Edge Fest that doesn't happen anymore. And this, this kind of bothers me. But we'll, we'll start with this one. We'll go we'll down the lineup. So Edge Fest 1998 was my first real concert. We got the Tea Party, Green Day, Foo Fighters, Sloan, and call Line Crush, Holly McNartland. Uh, Nart, Nart, I remember her. Anyways, <laughs> Moist, Biff Naked. Uh, I'll just name them the main ones. Creed, Matthew Goodman, The Killjoys, um, Sandbox, Biff Naked. Those are, those are the main ones.
0: Quite a lineup.
1: That was a great lineup. Like I, I remember Green Day too. That was back in the day when Green Day used to get the crowd to lift up mud and dirt from the ground and throw it at them on stage while they're performing.
0: Right, <laughs> right. <Rice,
2: rice. laughs>
1: yeah, you, you're never gonna get shit like that anymore, man. Because of uh, lawsuits and and oh, people today they suck. I remember, I forget who it was. Was it uh, Billie Ellish? It was either Billie. Let's let's go with Billie Eilish. I think it was her, but she she burned a drum set and people online were like oh my god what the hell is she doing she's trying to copy like the 90s like <laughs> and she was like i did it because I, I i never did that before and i thought it was the coolest thing when i saw it at a concert mm. and people like shit on her for it. meanwhile back in the 90s this was happening all the time yeah if you if you throw mud on a stage now you're gonna get arrested
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know yeah it really has changed like like edge fest yeah like back in the 90s like people would call you out if you didn't burn a drum set.
1: Exactly. You got to do something crazy. Like, you remember the way that Green Day, I even watched um, the performance of Green Day on YouTube from back then from the 90s. Like the way they would, like how crazy they would go, man. They're fucking going nuts, kicking shit over, fucking throwing things everywhere, fucking losing their shit. No one does that anymore. And they they dress so grungy, right? They were so authentic. People would crowd surf, mosh pits. Oh, here's my favorite part. This is what I hate about concerts today, but it, it, This is how it was back in the day. It didn't matter if you were rich, poor, mid class, whatever. Everyone pays the same fucking price. First come, first serve. It was out like Edge Fest was out. It was a it was a one day party from like ten in the morning till like eleven at night. Mm. There was three stages, and there's the main stage, mid stage, and then the indie stage. Whatever. I'd go back and forth in the, in the mid and the uh, main stage. So everyone pays the same price. First come, first serve. So if you showed up earlier, then you're at the front of the line and you have a better chance of getting to the front of the main stage. You could stay there all day if you wanted or watch wherever you wanted and leave. Or if you wanted, you could rush through that fucking crowd and hope someone's not going to knock you out and get as close as you possibly can. It was up to you if you had the ball. <laughs> or if you had more balls like me, you just fucking say, you go to the two biggest guys in front of you and say, hey, can you uh, can you throw me up? And they're like, yeah, man, they pick you up and throw you up and you crowd your surf your way to the front. Jeez. And hope you don't get dropped on your fucking head. Yeah. Those were the days, man. It's not like that anymore. No. Concerts, it's like you want to get up close, you, you you either save up for it or have the money. But there's no way I'm spending like some concerts are like five, seven hundred bucks per floor. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Like even if you're even if you're in the nosebleeds, it's like 80 bucks. As soon as you go like two rows over, it goes, it's like 120 bucks. I'm like, that's a huge jump. Yeah. You know, and it's not even that much of a better view. It's, the way that they structured concerts now is just, it's fucking, it's absolute hogwash.
0: Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And last year, the year before there was a, uh, over here, I want to say it was like Aerosmith or something on there, Farewell we- Tour. And uh, there was tickets there that were actually three grand. Now I think you have got to meet and greet, but like three grand is a bit excessive for tickets.
1: Yeah, but if that's a meet and greet, then that's like backstage and everything. I guess mm. that's that I would say, you know what? In in a way, well, actually, this is how it's it's our fault, us as a society and as fans. It's completely our fault. You know why? Go on. Because we downloaded yeah we downloaded as soon as we took on downloading and stopped buying the records from but it, it's it's really not our fault it to be honest because a lot of bands or musicians stopped making like good albums that you could use in the 90s you can buy an album and you could love like just love seven songs right now they don't even put out albums they don't want to bother. it's all one hit one yeah. and if they do put out an album you're lucky if you get a good song, the one song you really like and maybe another song kind of like you'll put on your playlist.
0: Yeah. I actually, nobody wants to put in the effort. Yeah. I actually can't remember the last time I came across an album and I didn't skip a single song.
1: Yeah. But that's, that's kind of what I think because they got to make their money. The money used to get made from the album, Mm. right? And and the single sales and whatever. And, um, now it's completely shows and merch. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of, but it, it it would be nice if they would, because here in Toronto, all the concerts are either at Budweiser Stage, which is a hit or a miss. It's it, I, I don't mind the venue. It's just I don't I don't the sound quality. is just because it's it's in this little stadium, it, it echoes a lot. Right. Or they do it at the Scotia Arena, which is just massive. So the seats that I usually want to pay for, like they they look like little, you know. <laughs> Unless yeah. Um, I, like, I just wish some of these artists would would do a summer field thing again, mm. like take it out to the, the, the north town north of me, like, you know, 40 minutes, an hour away and do like what Edge Fest used to do, where you do like a little festival man. get a bunch of performers. OK, and everyone pays the same price, whatever. Maybe have like a little VIP section somewhere where you make your extra money. And, uh, and have all the, the little tiki huts everywhere that sold all kinds of cool little things, you know. Mm. You had all of your artists there that would sell, like, all kinds of crazy artwork or, or jewelry and stuff like that. It was awesome.
0: Really make an experience out of it.
1: Yeah, it was, it was like a little village market on the back side of the, the lot.
0: They're more memorable when they're like that. And that, to me, is a concert. You know, instead of going into, a you know, an arena and you're just there for the band a couple of hours... And you're in and out, you know. It's absolute hogwash.
1: The only, the only festival around here. Well, there's a few of them. There, well, there was <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not in the last couple of years, but before, like before this whole COVID shit, there was the the main festivals were the EDM festivals, like Digital Dreams mm. and stuff like that, or the country festivals. Yeah, those ones are big. Really? They have those. that... Yeah, there's there's one. The main one is called Boots and Hearts. It's a three-day festival. It's about three hundred something bucks a ticket, and you get can't you can camp out with your tent and everything, or you can pay more money and to bring an RV. Now that's more like Edge Fest style. That's like more of the '90s style, right? Because country's still fucking huge around here. Yeah, you get all the big names, man: Carrie Underwood, the, uh, uh, Jason Aldean, they all come.
0: Geez, that's such a Kevin. foreign thought to me over here because we don't uh we don't have big country festivals. You know, realistically, if we have a festival, it's a pop music festival, you know, and there might be a rock band thrown in. But an entire country festival now. I, I actually couldn't imagine it. Country music is kind of like there is a country music scene, but it's very underground over here. And that's a weird mix. It's like a lot of Irish singers who (laughs) the the majority of them are very old fashioned stuff. Your granny would listen to, but the newer generation coming up are very kind of Americanized and kind of outlaw country, you know, inspired by Willie Nelson, guys like that, you know, that's
1: not bad. Uh, There's only a handful of country artists, country artists I listen to now. Because the thing about country artists, like, let's take Miranda Lambert, for example. She had um, back in 2013 or 14, it was this song called Shotgun and Lead. Right. And the whole song was about her waiting for her ex, uh, I don't know, husband or boyfriend. He just got out of jail and she's smoking a cigarette and waiting by the door with a shotgun. She's <laughs> going to pump a full lead when he comes home. That's why Shotgun shotgun and Lead. <laughs> she get, Basically, in the song, it's her waiting because she's going to because he beat her and that's why he was in jail mm. and he got out on bail and he's coming back home and she's going to shoot him for that
0: <laughs> jesus
1: you know what i'm saying now that's a fucking country song
0: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> not this butterflies beer out in the sun in the field like get the fuck out of here man come on like come on like country is supposed it's supposed to be a story a mm. good
0: story yeah exactly but all
1: this this country radio shit now is, is garbage
0: I seen a meme actually yesterday. You just remind me of it. It was about, you know, electric cars and self-driving cars. It said, uh, Mm -hmm. if Elon Musk has his way, country musicians are going to be singing about their truck, leaving them next.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Especially with that new F-150. Holy shit. Mm. I mean, the main thing with country people and country music is like hard revving engines. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to go away soon
0: that's for sure that's for sure it really is it'll be def- it'll be different than i couldn't i couldn't imagine myself driving an electric car you just you need to feel the roar of the engine and the sound of the engine
1: yeah i had a i had an accident last year or a year and a half ago and they gave me a ford focus and it was electric oh man i drove it down the street i called them back to what else you got <laughs> and they're like why am I? i'm not driving this shit for two weeks i'm like i was don't get me wrong. It felt clunky and heavy. Mm. It felt it just felt heavy. But I was speeding and didn't realize it because I couldn't feel it. Like I didn't hear anything. It was just it just it has that stupid that cell sound. It's like,
2: mm, oh, you know,
1: yeah, yeah. I ended up I ended up taking it back in within twenty five minutes and traded it in for um, a Volkswagen Jetta Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> now That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah,
0: I'd say so. It's a bit of an upgrade.
1: Yeah, because like in the the stupid focus, if I went from like forty to like eighty, I didn't even realize it. But if I went in the Jetta Turbo, if I went forty to eighty, I knew I was going eighty because I could feel it. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. We'll uh, we'll bookend it. So, what was the last concert you were at?
1: Last concert I went to was Corn. Right.
0: Okay. When was this? Yeah.
1: No. 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 It was. It was it. Allison Chains yeah Alice in Chains and Corn.
0: nice nice that's it that was a good gig yeah. oh yeah that was fucking amazing
1: and the, the good part about this concert is because I've seen Corn about six or seven times since uh since the late 90s
2: oh man
1: yeah a lot because my mom's friend like when I was younger my mom's friend worked for Sony Entertainment and uh so she used to get a bunch of promo tickets and she's like hey you want to go see Corn?" I was huge fan Mm. ever since like 95 96 right the 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 album before follow the leader what was that what was that one with twist and all that oh with the it had the black cover with the little child on the front
0: oh i know the one you're talking of i can't think of the name but now
1: oh it's called life is peachy yeah that was that was fucking that's one of their best albums man if anyone hasn't heard it's got twist chi lost all these great songs and that was when john davis was just like psychotic yeah um so well, there's also the one with blind that was before that. Like, what was that called again? Uh, I don't know why it doesn't show me in chronological order. Well, anyways, this the album with blind. So so la, the la, it was two thousand, it was before COVID. So 2019 in the fall at, again at Budweiser stage. It was fucking awesome because the year before that, I went to go see corn because my buddy got me tickets, right? to go see corn so it was literally a year back to back seeing corn the year before i was just like i was i was disappointed because john davis wasn't his usual self and i was sitting there watching he didn't have the energy that he used to have mm. on stage and the band was great the sound quality at that at, in the 2018 concert was like eh, and something was wrong with john davis and then in 2019 John Dave was fucking crazy. He was just like he was in the early 2000s, man. Just, oh. You know, they opened up with Blind, right? Mm-hmm. You know, And then all the like, oh, you? And then the whole crowd says it with him. Yeah. And as soon as the fucking drum and the bass drop, you see the whole crowd go,
2: boom. <información> <laughs>
1: and the whole fucking, the whole fucking Budweiser stage was just like rumbling. It was fucking crazy. Oh, man. Actually, I got that video. I got that video on my Instagram. I'll send you the clip of that. I got that. It's nuts. You can see. You could feel it in the video. It just. Are you ready?
0: <laughs> oh man, that must have been epic.
1: Oh my god, it was. Just, it was just so relieving that that he had still had it in him, man. Yeah. And, and, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was exciting. I lost my voice. I got stupid hammered, stupid, stupid. Hammered. I hit on like every fucking milf I could find. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I actually I met this nurse at that last one. I'm still friends with her today. We never dated. She, yeah. So we we're, were still friends. Um, but what I was getting at with that is that um I was wondering what the fuck, what like how did John Davis all of a sudden have this energy? Hmm. Like well, what was wrong with him last year? So I went and looked it up. And, uh prior to the 2018 concert that's when his his wife died right so I was like oh he he at that time he wasn't himself
2: yeah
0: yeah
1: he was he was still going off to doing what he had to do but he just wasn't there and then I guess the year after kind of found himself and and, and he was he was back at it he still he still got it because at first when I saw that what the 2018 when he wasn't doing so well I was like, oh, man, is this what I have to look forward to? Like, seeing, like, bands from back in the day getting old (laughs) and, like, sucking. Like, he didn't suck, but he just wasn't who he was. But, nope, he is. John Davis, still got it. Cheers.
0: Oh, that's good. That's good to hear. I love that, though, because moments like that, you're like, fuck yes, this is exactly why I came to this concert.
1: Yeah, I'm so so happy that I didn't let that get to me Hmm. the year before. Yeah. And be like, oh, he's done and just you know, and I still, I got tickets the year after you came, they were cheap, and me and my buddy like, you want to go again? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. I'm like, all right, fuck, let's go, it's a night out. <laughs> and it was, it was so worth it. So worth it. Thank you, John Davis. Oh, and that was at the time when they got back, um, oh, what the fuck was his name again? With the dreads. Oh, Brian Welch.
0: Oh, man.
1: That was, that was when they got him back.
0: Jeez. No wonder the were under a again game.
1: Yeah, so it was, other than the the old drum, the original drummer, he's gone, like, for sure. Mm. But John Wells, yeah, uh, David Silvera, he's completely gone since 2006. But John Wells came back, that was fucking
0: cool. Ah. Do you remember the album he did, actually, uh, for Queen of the Damned, the soundtrack to it? He basically done nearly all the songs on it.
1: John Wells? No, not John, John, John Wells, John Brian Davis. Wells. Sorry, Brian, oh. oh. Sorry, no, not John welsh That was
2: my—that's
1: some guy I used to work for Brian Welch. Yeah, Brian Welch. Oops.
0: <laughs> oh, shout out to so, your old boss.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll never hear. It. It's like six hundred million podcasts out there.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't work for him anymore. Who gives a fuck? Shout out to you, Mister John Welch. Woohoo! <laughs> You sick bastard.
2: <laughs> oh man.
1: Now you know why they call me Bam Bam? <laughs> Anyone listening? Can you guess?
2: <laughs> oh.
1: Uh, oh man. So you're saying Brett John John Davis did what?
0: Yes, yes. He uh yeah, he did the soundtrack for a movie called Queen of the Damned. It was like uh, 2006, 2007. It was the sequel to Interview with the Vampire. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah.
1: Queen of the Dam. I think I have seen this
0: movie. I recognize the cover, that's for sure. Yeah, the movie's all right. The soundtrack is excellent. You definitely have to look it up.
1: I got to check it out. Is that Aaliyah? It is.
0: Yeah, it was actually, I think it was her last movie before she died.
1: Yeah, she died not too long. Oh, Marilyn Manson's on that track. Yeah. What? Papa Roach, Deftones. Woo!
0: Yeah. I think David Draymond is on a few of them as well.
1: Oh, I'm definitely checking this out, man. There was actually one Marilyn Manson album that I missed. It was after Mechanical Animals. Hmm. That was in high school when I kind of switched over like hip hop, drum and bass music and stuff. So I kind of stopped listening to all like rock. Yeah. And uh, so I was at my buddy's house. Like like uh, earlier in the summer, and I was on a patio. and We were having a beer, and he's playing um, Slut Garden. Right. You ever you ever heard Slut Garden? Yeah. And I'm listening, and I'm like, "This is Manson." And he's <laughs> like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Is this new? This sounds like his old shit." And he's like, he starts laughing, but he's like, "No, no, it's not new." And I'm like, "When when did this come out?" And he he said, uh, "Fuck, I don't know the album." Um, uh, hold that Slut. That was on uh what the fuck album was that it's not saying but oh the, the golden age of grotesque so that was the one right after mechanical animals now I, I missed that album. i was like what the fuck so i went and pulled up this album and i'm like yes yes new Marilyn manson music <laughs> you know because like the shit he's putting out today's last album but just like a royal piece of shit i'm sorry i'm i'm a super i'm gonna get a Marilyn manson fan i'm a super fan really no, I'm not gonna get a Marilyn Manson fan. I'm gonna get a Marilyn Manson <laughs> tattoo eventually. Oh, <laughs> uh, see how excited I got! Fumbled, fumble my words. So I, so basically, I just I was always saying how I missed Marilyn Manson's old style, his old mm. music. From you know, from you know, Portrait of American Family. Uh, um, I, I bought the the CD for Smells Like Children, mm. just to have a physical copy again, right? Yeah. And then Antichrist Superstar, Mechanical Animals. And there was he did a few, a lot of good songs actually throughout the years up until recently and then and then i'm since i missed that album it was like getting a classic manson album like new again like now yeah i'm I'm never gonna get this from him now but it's i feel like i did because i missed it and i'm like what
0: (laughs) i completely understand i used to love him when i was growing up still listen to him now the golden age of grotesque was that the one with mob scene on it and uh was it Long Hard Road Out yeah. of Hell?
1: I don't I don't know if that's Long Hard Road Out of Hell was on any album. That was on the uh remember the late 90s spawn movie? Yeah, it was on the soundtrack. I don't think it was on any of his albums.
0: Uh could have been the greatest hits or something.
1: It, that movie came up before Mechanical Animals and around the time of, of Antichrist Superstars. So I know it wasn't on any of those albums. Ah, uh, uh, right, right. Unless he unless he did a remix later and threw it on. Mm.
0: The, uh, the Golden Age of Grotesque was actually my first introduction to Manson. Would you believe? How old are you? <laughs> I'm 33.
1: Oh, I'm 36. Okay. Interesting.
0: Mm. I kind of, he'd been like, I'd heard the name. I knew one or two guys that listened to him, but he was always kind of, you know, in the peripheral. But then that, oh, what was it? It was actually a movie that introduced me to him. It was um, House on Haunted Hill. And at the, the very last scene, Sweet Dream starts playing. And I was like, fuck me, I need to hear more. Next day, I rushed out, bought his album. The first one I put my hand on and, oh, it did not disappoint.
1: Smells Like Children? That was the first one you got with The Sweet Dream?
0: No, it was... That wasn't on... Oh, Age of... Yeah. Yeah, it was...
1: No, Sweet Dreams was on Smells Like Children from 95.
0: There must have been one after it then that was like a compilation of his greatest hits.
1: Okay, if it was greatest hits, then for sure. Yeah. But yeah, Sweet Dreams was, was back in 95. I started listening to him in 96. Uh-huh. That was the first album I got. So, it, no, no, but I understand why Sweet Dreams, that was the one that got me too, right? Mm. And then I, I had this buddy Mikey and yeah, um, He's the one that got me into it because he like it. He's like, oh, you like that? And he's like, man, you got to check out this album, this album. So I ended up buying Smells Like Children. Then I bought Antichrist Superstar because of Beautiful People, that fucking album. Now, that album, that's an album. Almost every single song, 85% of that album, I love. And the rest of it, I still like. Actually, I like the whole album, every single song.
0: Back to what I was saying, you'd, it's one of them albums you wouldn't skip.
1: Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! And then I went and bought the fucking Portrait of the American Family. That's fucking. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> I like. Yeah. Oh man. He he is does not sound like that anymore. If you want like real raw fucking just psycho rock man, go get Portrait of the American Family. Mm. But the, the the thing the thing about Sweet Dreams is, I actually I did this one time. I was with this girl, and I was, I was she's asked me why I like Marilyn Manson so much. I was like, you ever heard uh, Sweet Dreams? She's like, yeah. I'm like, no, no, but have you heard it? <laughs> like, have you actually paid attention? And she goes, Well, it's a good song. And I'm like, okay, let me let me do something. Okay. I'm like, <clears throat> listen for one, the guitar is it's just so unique. You, you're never gonna hear anything like that again. Okay, you hear it, you heard it. And the guy was fucking genius. I'm like, pay attention to how quickly he can change the level of his voice no one i promise you no one today that you listen to does this at all you know what i mean yeah it's like sweet dreams are made of peace. and then he goes oh start screaming and shit yeah and then he gets into his grudge where was like
2: travel the world and seven seas everybody the <laughs>
1: and then he goes off screaming and shit right but if you just just sit there and just listen to the levels it is fucking unreal what he can do with his voice in in a split in a in a split second. Yeah,
0: yeah, actually, that's a very good point. I've uh, I've obviously noticed it before, but I, I feel like I've never taken it in that he was actually doing that and achieving that with his voice.
1: Well, especially in Sweet Dreams, he's got to have probably I think like six or maybe eight different levels of voice. Yeah, and they all they all change drastically, like one after the other, right? Mm it's insane like he can't do it anymore his range is gone yeah is done all the cocaine cigarettes fucking who knows what else he put down there hmm. um but it's it's not the only one the only song uh uh he's pretty good at doing that in the portrait of american family the dope show he was pretty good at that yeah. mechanical animals coma white
0: what uh, is that song there's one a lot of songs song. on
1: Antichrist Superstar. I did a hell out of that shit.
0: There's one song when I'm listening to Manson I have to listen to. I can't think of the name of it now, but it's like uh I went to find God and I was looking at me. It's ring a bell.
1: Went to find God and I was looking at yes, it does. That was that's Antichrist Superstar. Uh
0: I'd nearly go as far as to say it's my favorite Manson song.
1: Reflecting The Reflecting God Yes Superstar
0: Yes The guitar in the middle of that It kind of It gets quiet And then it It breaks And the whole song It's just It's amazing
1: Oh yeah I went to God Just to see And he was looking at me Saw Heaven and Hell Were Lies When I'm God Everyone Dies Yeah And he does that full on Like screaming And then the next chorus He's like Yeah Right He goes off Yeah I love that song have you ever heard, uh, I stopped listening to him in high school and then in college. So I, I, I stopped listening to him around 2000, let's say one or so. And I, I started listening to him in 2006 and they're 96. So it was a good amount of time. And then I started listening to him again in college because these girls that I was hanging out with played a song that came out at the time. And I was like, who the fuck? I'm like, it sounds like Manson. I'm like it is Manson. And I was like, What? And it, the song is called Putting Holes in Happiness. You want to hear one of the greatest solos from Manson songs you've ever heard? That's
0: it right there. I actually haven't heard that one. I'll, ha- I'll have to look it up.
1: Yeah. That's the song right there, Putting Holes in Happiness. That song got me back on the Marilyn Manson train. And ever since then, I've, I, I've been a fan again. a <laughs> Serious fan.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Man. You know, I've actually... I've been waiting since I started this podcast for an opportunity to talk about Manson. I didn't think it was ever going to come.
1: You got the right guy.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Don't disappoint me now with my next question. Have you seen him live?
1: Good question. (laughs) Bam, bam. Yes, I saw him in his prime when I was 12 years old back in 1997.
0: Oh, man. Yep. You see, I've never seen him. Live He I Don't know if he even ever came to Ireland I don't think he has Maybe he has once
1: He did Europe He did Europe He does Europe still
0: Yeah a lot of bands do That when they do Europe They don't come to Ireland They'll go to England They won't come to Ireland It's something to do with It costs a shit ton extra To fly their stuff into Ireland Because it's an island But uh
1: You couldn't have flown over to England?
0: I was probably way too young <laughs>
1: Ah, uh, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, well, you missed the golden ages, man. The golden age of grotesque. You missed that.
2: So, come on. When I say grotesque, on, the
1: shit he did, the shit he did back then, you cannot do today. You, no fucking, no chance in hell. Um, I saw him cut himself. Fuck. Just completely sm- smash a beer bottle over his fucking head.
2: Jesus. And tear his
1: ribs right open. Um, He he did the whole antichrist superstar speech where, you know, he has the podium where he wears the black suit with the black tie and the red shirt. And he stands on the podium with the antichrist mm. pretends like he's the president. And I watched him rip the Bible apart there. This was the best part. See, I, I ended up I was with my bro and we fucking, we wiggled right to the front of the stage. Cause at that time I was a super fan. I'm like, I, I gotta be up front. Right. <laughs> and it was at this place called arrow hall. It was in an airport hangar. Mm. And, um, it was really cool like and, and and the crowd crowd was awesome just complete goths everywhere just freaks i loved it <laughs> and that was back when i was a goth too man i i considered myself a freak right mm-hmm. that's what we, i used to call myself a freak i mean i remember yeah not not just a goth everyone's like why do you look like that i'm like because i'm a freak <laughs> black nail polish panels on my arm you know spike collars spike wristbands jeez so i was yeah no i was hardcore i had military boots that were halfway up my fucking up, almost up to my knees and shit like it was <laughs> yeah it was crazy like chains it was the 90s man mm. it was the 90s so i was at the front and it that was the first concert it was the only concert where i stayed at the front the whole time other concerts i, I would go to the front but it got too fucking wild and i was like i was a, I was a small guy and it, i couldn't take it so i'd have to go back a little bit off to the side or a little back to just watch yeah right like i'd still do mosh pits and crowd surf but manson fuck the mosh pit fuck the crowds crowd surf i got behind this cute little goth chick and i was like you okay if i'm here and i grabbed onto the bar so no one could push me out of the way (laughs) and i stayed there the whole fucking thing oh my god it was wild i wouldn't blame you it it was a good thing i got to the front because he used to do this he used to have a part in his uh, performance where he would fucking ram the fucking mic on his chest. I forget what song it was. And he'd be like, bah, bah, bah,
2: bah.
1: and he'd be like, listen here, motherfuckers. And he put his arms out, and go spit on me. And everyone would just, I look up and all you see is just fucking like <laughs> missiles of spit. I'm like, I'm like so I like fucking duck down. I'm like, holy shit. And he's sitting there and he sees spit going all over his chest, all over Twiggy and fucking on the other bandmates. Fucking
0: oh man they can
1: spit in the eyes and spit in the mouth and they're still playing their guitars and shit manson's rubbing this spit all over his chest and his face like it's fucking tongue. <laughs> like he didn't give a fuck <laughs> and he was even at that point he had his ribs cut open he was rubbing it all over his fucking blood jesus and jesus christ was, and yeah and i remember i i um and then as soon as the spitting was done from the crowd i remember i was like <laughs> and i was like <laughs> and i spit on fucking hold on what was his name it wasn't Twiggy. Twiggy was on the left side of the stage. Hold on. Now. John five. Uh, Mary. No, he came after he was in the, in the early, two, in the two thousands. Um, oh, that I'll find off. I remember his name. He had that kind of, he had that hair. Oh, what the fuck was his name? He he had the hair up to his chin. He was, he was, he was there from the start. Okay. I, I can't find his fucking name. He was, he was there up until the start. He had hair up here, like up to his chin. Right. I tried to Google it, but I can't remember. his name. Anyways. I ended up spitting on his face and, and it he didn't flinch. Just kept playing. Just didn't give a fuck. Oh and I was like, whoa. And on top of that, uh, I don't remember, I think it was at the end of the show. I the whole band completely trashed everything. Really? They brought out gasoline and they fucking burned the whole almost the whole stage.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> oh man. That no, that's what you call a geek.
1: yeah oh yeah fuck that was it was amazing it was fuck i'll never forget that and the best part is is my mom bought me the tickets and my dad drove me to the show (laughs) (laughs) that was and i was 12 oh man i was 12 you know how many buddies i have tell me that their parents wouldn't even let them have the cds in the house and they had to go to their buddies to listen to it (laughs) And up until like high school in their teens, and I'm fucking 12 getting driven by my pops over to the fucking show an hour away.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Rock on, brother. Rock on.
0: Jesus. That's that was obviously the only time you got to see him.
1: Well, I saw him back in 2015. All right. And um, he it ain't the same. He's still good, but it ain't like that anymore. Mm. So if anyone's listening, actually, this is this is something. Here's a little homework for you. Yeah, so go on YouTube and type in Marilyn Manson, dead to the world, VHS, and watch any of that, anything. It's from 1998. Just watch any of it. And that's that's what I went through. That's what I, no, well, not went through, because it's not a bad thing, but that's what I got to experience. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: I'm going to look at it now after this. Look at this. that
1: you gotta you gotta you got love it on the cover it says restrictions apply to persons under 15 years of age
0: <laughs> there you are 12
1: <laughs> look adult themes medium level course language off. <laughs> 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 under 15 eh? oh that was so there then again look at this i was 12 and i, I went to a show don't stop me and it tells you you know Mm. parental advisory under 15
0: (laughs) (laughs) i've heard in recent Uh, years he's uh he turned into a bit of a diva that he'd walk off stage if he wasn't feeling it or he'd cancel at the last minute
1: uh that that actually happened to my buddy had has a story where he told me i don't know when it was a few years ago where he was touring with rob zombie and um at Rob Zombie was opening. They would flip one night. Manson would open one night. Rob Zombie would open. So uh, Rob Zombie opened for him, and when Manson's turn to come on, someone came on stage and said, "Sorry, uh, Marilyn Manson. He's he can't come on stage. Something happened. Whatever." And uh, you have two options. You can either get a refund and leave right now, or you could stay and Rob Zombie will do another second half or whatever. So, and then he found out after Man- Manson got too fucked up on drugs. Uh, while Rob was performing in the he couldn't
0: he couldn't perform. I remember hearing about that. All right, I hadn't heard why he had canceled, but it makes sense.
1: Similar thing happened to me um in 2016 or 17, he was doing this uh smaller club venue in downtown Toronto. And it was, it was a small club, like like if you're even if you're in the back, you got a great view. It's a decent sized club, right? Mm. And I was going to I I bought tickets and every, or I was about to buy tickets and I was I was waiting because if you wait like a week or two before, sometimes you can find cheaper tickets on StubHub or something. Yeah. And the show got canceled because the week before, you remember, I don't know if you ever read in the news, but he did a performance where there was this massive, like metal cross on his stage or something. And he went to climb it, and halfway up, the thing fell over and he broke his leg. Yeah. yeah so I was, yeah, I couldn't see him because he broke his
0: fucking leg <laughs> the week before, man. Jesus. <laughs> oh, I would have been going nuts. I was, but you know,
1: I, I still saw him in 2015. it was really good but I wasn't that close and you could tell he's still he still got it at that time yeah he still got it, but he he moves a little fucked up now like his
0: <laughs> <I'd imagine laughs> but so. the energy's
1: still there yeah he's he's done a some fucking damage to his body but that, it was pretty cool because he opened up for smash pumpkins so I finally got to see them Oh they're another one I'd love to see actually they're them if you can see them in concert. They still hold up in concert today. Really? Oh yeah. They they still fuck they nail it. Oh man. Because they're not so much about the show like Manson where they where it's all about the kind of like the carnival of the stage. Yeah. You know? Mm. Like they're more of the like performance and sound quality. About the
0: the music. Just the
1: the motions, the music. Yeah, right. So I was sitting there, I was like, oh, this is this is nice. Like he he, uh what's his singer's name again? I forget.
0: Billy Corgan.
1: Billy Corgan, yeah, he's his voice. He still got it. I, I remember it was in 2015. Okay, six years ago. I don't know about today, but back then, he had it. Like when he was singing "Bullet with Butterfly Wings," man, it was yeah, it was still there. <laughs> See, it was just like, "Fuck." <laughs> well,
0: that's good to hear. Hopefully, they'll uh, they'll announce a tour after after COVID.
1: I hope so, but I, I think it's gonna happen again after COVID. I got Nitro Circus tickets. I don't know if you know what that is. I don't actually. <laughs> You got to go Google a uh, nitro circus live trailer and you can watch that. Basically it's uh they're all extreme sports freestyle motocross stunt devils and not just motocross is that really? BMX scooters, skateboards, whatever fucking toys they could find you stunts on. They, they They are just stunt devils, circus freaks. It's they're amazing. Jeez. That sounds like
0: it'd be fun. It will
1: be, but I got tickets. So I think things are going to open up. Yeah. Hopefully.
0: Fingers crossed. Don't before we, leave marilyn i have to ask do you think he's totally finished now with the revelations that came out at the end of last year
1: nope not at all he's not even in the news anymore they came out with a bunch of allegations uh i was all over this shit his ex-wife rose mcgowan was with him for years and said he's never done anything like that um i forget who, who had the main allegations there, there wasn't that many
2: hmm.
0: I thought it, I was a little worried. Because, I thought it was her that came out and said that she had bullied him or he had bullied her for years and everything. No, was it It was the other wife, was it?
1: I don't know. I was reading an article. Was, this is this all happened back in February when all these allegations came out. Uh, I, I don't know what her name was. And it was so there's the main girl. You remember her name?
0: Was it the one he was married to around the time of mob scene came out? She was a dancer. No.
1: It wasn't Dita Von Tees, No, it was some other one. Or was it? all all i'm all i'm saying is is it's the details a little foggy in my head but um these are just allegations okay and it is marilyn manson have you ever watched anything he's done like there was one girl saying that he made her like he he kind of mind fucked her and he was mentally abusing her and i'm sitting here like you do realize who you're dating right like if 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 his music or his music videos or, or any of his concert performances didn't red flag him from the start, and you went off into his world mm. and things happened, like I, I kind of don't feel for you. Actually, I don't feel for you at all because it's it's Marilyn fucking Manson. You're talking about a guy who would self mutilate himself on stage. Probably gets a kink out of that shit. Like I can go on Pornhub and watch people mutilating themselves. And they fucking they do they do this for for fun, right? Mm. So maybe she got caught up, like I don't know. Maybe she was young. The the one I'm talking about, she got caught up in the stardom. Oh, it's Marilyn Manson. But you're still a grown ass person, right? You you kind of, like I don't know. People are gonna shit on me saying, oh, you're an asshole for saying that he he manipulated her and he emotionally abused her. Well, okay, this is true. But I mean, I I went through a whole bunch of things, and I got I emotionally got emotionally abused, but I never blame the person right you yeah. just look back and it's like it's like okay well I, I saw the signs and i stayed that was my fault i think they're going at him a little too hard i'm sure he did do things to girls like i said if if you watch uh that there's actually it's kind of bad it's, it's on the video um it's, in, it's, it's there, there's this part in that vhs at the end even when i was a kid they, he was doing something backstage with some girl and i guess he was emotionally abusing her too yeah I guess, you know what i guess you could say he was but he's been doing this a lot and it's been documented. Yeah. I don't know what to say about it. All I'm saying it, it's, it's Marilyn Manson. Okay. It's that's it.
0: Yeah. He's the type of character that, um, all that sort of stuff would feed into his, his image. Really?
1: It would, uh, actually here's, here's a funny thing about it. I read his, I, I read his documentary half of it when I was younger in the nineties and I lost it. And actually last year I picked it up again. I ordered it on, amazon or ebay or whatever the fuck and i read it and when when the whole me too movement was happening i was sitting there like how in the fuck has he not come up me too yet (laughs) if you go read his book there there's a chapter Mm. of things they would do they would bring girls and and guys backstage and have all these sex contraptions and they would do things to them fuck yeah they would they would tie them up and they would shove things in certain holes and pour things on them and degrade them and do all these fucked up things and even then after i was like how is he not and then it happened Mm. way later right like this is this is really late like me too was years ago right yeah but uh it was it's short-lived he's actually getting investigated by the fbi with a bunch of things um uh you know what i'm not gonna say i mean let me take a few things back a little bit (laughs) 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 let me I kind of got a little ahead of myself because I used to have, I used to think about what I would say if if I ever got in this conversation. Mm. Um, Because I want to get a tattoo of Marilyn Manson. And if if anyone's been like, oh my God, he's, he's a terrible person. It's like, well, I'm, I'm getting, his real name is Brian Warner. So that's him as a person to whatever he did to people. The tattoo I got is, is my memories of his music and, and everything I went through in that sense. Okay. So that's why I have a tattoo. That's all, that's, that's it for me um as as for him if, if he did a, abuse girls which i'm sure he did and um it, it's not a surprise that's all i'm saying this has been going on for a long time and if you watch the at the end of that vhs video and you see what he does backstage or you read his his autobiography his biography there from the, the late 90s um i don't think he was a terrible person i i just think he's into things yeah yeah and, and uh I, so I i think a lot of girls probably knew what they were getting into and and should have understood that that he does have sexual desires that he might want to partake in with you and i'm sure there's some of them that 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 he i i don't know maybe maybe it was a situation where because they dated him and he was just who he was he just figured that they they, they knew he was Marilyn manson and he didn't understand the fact that they they weren't down for it mm. and it happened and then uh, you know like you ever heard the the you know the the oldest story in the book from any guy you've ever met or any girl go on that, that lost their virginity to some guy
0: go on which one is this
1: this is, I've heard so many times where like you like let's say in high school for instance where a girl would want to give up her virginity to a guy mm. because she liked him but the guy didn't want to date her all of a sudden he's an asshole. Oh my God, he took my virginity. Yeah. He took advantage of me. But it's like, it's like, okay, wait a minute, but you willingly gave it to him. But because he doesn't want to date you, right? Because that that's what you thought. You thought because if you gave up your virginity, he would date you, but now he's not gonna date you. Mm. It's the oldest wives tale I've ever heard. It's been happening for ever since who knows when. Don't get me wrong, I'm sure it's it's, it's turned out wrong in many ways, but there's been many situations. Right, where it's that's how it was.
0: It's even been in teen dramas. True, true. Changing the change into story after the fact.
1: Exactly. So no one knows, and it's hard with Marilyn Manson because he might say one thing and she's going to say another. Maybe maybe she wanted to get married and have kids, and he said no, I don't want that. They broke up, and now this is her payback.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because when 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 honestly when all when when this first started. I'm sitting here, and every single day, I kept in the morning or by lunch, I would type in Marilyn Manson news. Mm. And for maybe a week or two, there were there were allegations coming, but it was, didn't go as far as I thought. It ended; they, the allegations stopped. I think in February, early March. Yeah, and that's that. There's there's only a handful of allegations. I figured there it was just going to just be this fucking crazy like Christmas list of allegations. Yeah,
0: once it started, it just kept going.
1: Yeah, like some of the actors, man, once it started, it just went for months. It was just never ending. Like, holy shit.
0: Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if it pops back up in the news. Will it be more like a Weinstein or will it be more like uh, Kevin Spacey?
1: I think it'll be more like a Kevin Spacey. Um, not enough. At, like Weinstein was was like, fuck. It was in the hundreds, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Manson was like under 15, maybe under 10. hmm and 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 there was a lot of relationships where he was with certain women for a long time and they and they said none of this ever occurred true he never treated me this way you know or it you know know what he said what was his text message his text message was great or was it twitter so marilyn manson when he first got by Rachel woods allegations came back i think a few days later and he goes obviously my art and my life have long been magnets for controversy. But these recent claims about me are horrible distortions of reality. My intimate relationships have always been entirely consensual with like-minded partners, regardless of how and why others are not choosing to misrepresent the past. That is the truth.
2: Right.
1: So, I mean, it's Marilyn Manson. He's been doing this for over 20 years. So when he says like-minded partners, I'm kind of believing that part.
0: Yeah, you'd imagine that that's the first box he ticks when he when he gets with someone like, you know, it's like I'm into some freaky shit. You OK with that? Let's go. Yeah. I'd say he's in some crazy, crazy shit, though.
1: Well, you're not going to hear much of him about him right now because he is under the investigation of the FBI. So, yeah, when you when you're when you have that kind of a serious, uh, you know label on you they're gonna they're gonna they're not gonna say anything until they get their case together yeah
0: yeah exactly exactly
1: so time will tell but regardless of of the outcome of marilyn manson if he did do some really fucked up things i'm not sorry i'm still getting the tattoo because (laughs) my tattoo has nothing to do with who he is as a real person it has to do with the on stage and what the on stage and on screen and in my earbud marilyn manson did for me yeah what it meant to you. Exactly what that meant to me. Hmm. So everyone else can Fickle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh we'll uh, move past Marilyn Manson. So what's the uh what's the best experience you've ever had at a concert?
1: The best? Well I have well Marilyn Manson. Yeah that, that was it but there's more others. Um
0: okay let me rephrase it. What's the best experience you've had at a concert that didn't involve the person performing or the band performing?
1: Oh, that's wait a minute. You're asking me the best experience about who wasn't performing.
0: The best experience you personally had at a concert that had nothing to do with the band performing.
1: Vans Warped Tour. Right. The punk rock tour. That's, been retired because punk rock is apparently dead apparently but i remember that like when i was a kid that was that was the uh, i think the second festival type concert i went to i can't remember who was there i think uh like i had like guys like no effects rancid stuff like that were there mm. at that time and um but it was awesome because it it was the same thing as edge but this one was like downtown toronto by the fucking the, the big lake yeah but it was uh, because it was a punk rock fest. It was really big into skateboarding. And they had a lot of riders going on. So I think they had like, they had uh, freestyle motocross guys and a lot of like like half pipes and skaters, like like name skaters at the time, like riding around on, on the outskirts of the crowds while the bands were performing. Oh
0: man, that'd be epic.
1: It was. It was, it was great. I mean, my, my favorite part about that concert, it was, like they were really strict about um, what you were wearing hmm. because a lot of punk rockers wore some dangerous shit, right? <laughs> yeah, like fucking big chains, you know, spike bracelets, spike collars. You could literally, if you get into a fight, you could wrap that spike collar around your fist and fucking put it through someone's face. So I remember after the concert, like when you go into the concert, they took some of my shit. I was like, what the fuck? They're like, just come get it when you're when you're done, and they just put it into a fucking box. So i remember when i left we left a little early and i was looking at the box now it's the spiked fucking that's where i got my first spiked uh bracelet my first spike collar <laughs> around my neck and shit because i'm like yo i'm like he's like hey whatever you left just take it And i'm like well this is mine this is mine this is like <laughs> <probably> and <changing> shit <laughs> I, fucking, I robbed the shit out of that box <laughs>
0: oh it was great oh man <laughs> we'll uh we'll flip it around so what was the worst one the worst
1: i don't know man i just made a list of all the shit that was great for me okay <laughs> i don't i don't know if i don't know if i have a worst everything i everything i went to was just awesome um i think the, the worst concert i went to because i went to school for broadcasting mm. and uh through school you had to uh, volunteer with certain like you know broadcasters and that's how you get a job yeah my buddy's like hey I got, I got this gig at this festival down and you know, lived in ottawa canada you know the capital of canada yeah where that's where sh- a shitty prime minister is <laughs> Hale Harper, no not harper hail trudeau um <laughs> anyways fucking so i went to go do this job i'm like hey i love concerts you know and uh it, it's called it was part of what's called blues fest right but it, it's not blues. it started out as blues i guess at some point but it got broad. It's all like there was, I went there one time and there was kiss was performing and all these rock bands. Like it's, <laughs> right. they call it blues Fest Cause that's what originally started, but they cater to the crowd now. And it's a, it's a university town. Mm. So I remember I went to go do this job and I got to tell you, I hate jazz. <laughs> right. I was sitting at the camera helping my buddy. And everyone's sitting there and they're playing jazz music and everyone's sitting there with their eyes closed. They're tapping their foot on the floor and they're tapping their hand on their chair. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm looking at him like, listen, man, I don't care if I don't get a job with this company. I'm leaving right now. I can't, I can't, can't do it. He's like, why? I'm like, I can't just, I can't do it. I let, and I had to leave. It was the worst. So a jazz Um, concert, that was my worst.
0: Jesus. I wouldn't blame you. I would have been out the gates straight
1: away ryan gosling made me kind of like jazz but i still don't like jazz oh.
2: right. <laughs> such
1: a just a very odd crowd like i i need energy and mm. screaming and mosh pits and even if not at least you know it's something exciting it's yeah it was i felt like i was at a meditation or something <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's probably the best description of jazz i've ever heard yeah it's odd <laughs>
1: <laughs> talented but to me it's odd mm. so
0: yeah before we uh, get to the last couple of questions, then. Top three concerts besides Manson, if you could relive them.
1: Yes, I got them right here. Limp Bizkit, early 2000s, in their prime. Right. You remember Fred Durst used to get to the point? I think he did it on, he used to do it on Faith. hmm and he would tell everyone, he's like, everyone from the back, everyone get to the front. Everyone come to the front. I was sucked for me because I was on the balcony, like right on the balcony of the arena. Mm. But I remember as soon as he said that, you just saw, I could, you see all the security guards in front of the stage and they all just scattered. That was gone. <laughs> and then you just see this wave of people, just, you could feel them and then all of a sudden, at the front they all just Jesus. slam together like and then he, and then it goes off fucking <laughs> nail. oh he went off
0: <laughs> ultimate limp biscuits song
1: yeah faith ye. man you don't get artists like that anymore like there is not one song today well then again if you watch like some rap music performances i guess they get that kind of energy but it mm. don't feel it to me i don't feel that not not like that not not those kind of kicks yeah that red man method man Fuck yeah, they were a lot of fun. Really? Yeah. They opened uh, for Eminem when I saw them. Jesus. Or no, sorry, I think they opened for Olympus Get And then there was another time I saw Olympus get that opened for Eminem. Anyways.
0: That must have been a good gig.
1: Yeah, Tiffs. That was (laughs) fucking awesome. (laughs) Eminem, man. Woo. ACDC. Yep. Oh yeah. Remember back in. 2005 or whenever it was SARS, when sars was going on yeah here in toronto sars was minor not like what we have today but after sars finished mm. toronto threw a free concert called sars stock jesus it was uh i forget what the the opener bands were even justin timberlake fucking showed up nice <laughs> fun, fun story about that justin timberlake it was a it was a rock concert, right? So the main the two main performances were ACDC dc and Rolling Stones. Right. And there was a few other big names I can't remember. I'm not going to pull them up cuz I don't want to take up time, but Star Stock in Toronto, you can look up the lineup to see, but Justin Timberlake somehow got on the lineup.
0: <laughs> That's an odd. And me and my
1: buddy. It was very at the time it was very odd because he back then he wasn't as accepted in that community as he is today, mm. right? So me and my buddy are sitting there and, and now we pushed to the front of the crowd. It was, this was over 150,000 people. And it was bad. Trying to move forward in that crowd was, was bad yeah. because there was a lot of people that got there early. And and if you stepped on their fucking little picnic fucking bench or something, or, or you, or you step in front of them, they also start bitching at you. Like I've been here since eight in the fucking morning. Get the fuck out of my way. It's like, whoa. <laughs> right. So anyways, you get to a point where it's so crowded that we just, no one was bitching at us. Okay, we'll stay here. My buddy's like, fuck, you got to take a piss. So he pisses in a water bottle. <laughs> right. And all of a sudden, they, they introduce Justin Timberlake. He says, Justin Timberlake, the fuck is he doing here? <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know, man, whatever. And he goes, fuck him. And he fucking puts the lid back on the water bottle. He goes, fuck you, Justin Timberlake. And he throws the bottle. <laughs> right. And this is when the screen, the screen was like on a mid shot on Justin Timberlake. And you see the fucking, Water bottle full of piss, smoke Justin Timberlake in the face. Oh man. And he goes, Ah, fuck. Next to you know. And he goes, That's okay. That's okay. I know I'm at a rock concert. Like 10 seconds later, the whole crowd starts launching their fucking lunch and everything at <laughs> Justin Timberlake. really get to leave the stage. And it started because my buddy threw a piss at him. Oh
0: man.
1: <laughs> Out of 150,000 people, my buddy was the one that first threw the first launch.
0: I want to shake that man's hand. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's funny Uh Uh, yeah it was a cool concert because um they were cheap tickets because they they, the whole purpose was they're probably going to do this after covid but sars stock was the whole purpose was to get the city together Mm. and uh, and show that that there's there's no more like an issue like sars is not an issue anymore right we're all together and uh, they put free tickets in two fours at the beer store Jesus. So me and my buddies in the morning of the concert, as soon as the beer store opened, or no, the day before it, yeah, the day before we went, because we went early, we just went to the beer store and we ripped open the two fours and started taking all the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't even buy the 2 four.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's hope to do something like but, that.
1: But I remember, like, I didn't really listen to ACBC at the time. Like, I did when I was a kid. But I guess I fell off. Mm. But um, what, what got me was they played. I they they should have closed for fucking the show. Not fucking. Like, they were way better than uh, Rolling Stones. They the Rolling Stones are good, but AC/DC. Holy shit! Yeah. When they played Thunder, and you know the drum do 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 do. I was like near the back of the field when they played that, and I could feel that fucking drum just. <laughs> boom, boom, like, and I was like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that got me all over ac and I've been a
0: huge fan ever since yeah they're actually one of the best concerts i've ever been to myself they're amazing live oh yeah
1: the way the crowd gets over them oh yeah
0: yeah they put on one hell of a show
1: yeah other than that i mean there was you know rise against Mm. i'll make this one quick but i saw rise against at the blues fest in (laughs) ottawa and um they were calling for this massive storm. They even announced it. They says, listen, there's a storm coming, and if whoever wants to stay can stay, and Rise Against will perform, but if it gets too crazy, they got to stop. Hmm. Anyway, I forget what song they were playing, but the singer, Tim McGrath, was going off, right? And I remember he's fucking, the storm came, and it was like a fucking tsunami. <laughs> like, he was literally, like, holding on, and his hair was, like, literally, <laughs> like, on the side, just, like, waving, like, right? And he still, he finished the fucking song, and I was like, yeah, yeah, and they and they went all hard. And as soon as the song was done, they were like, okay, we gotta stop. And uh luckily they did because I think after they were done that the stage collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Or no, 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 sorry, it didn't collapse because they finished and everyone just this whole crowd like ants mm-hmm. just ran. I don't know where the fuck they went, undercover somewhere, and I was under a tree with smart. <laughs> <laughs> and once the rain stopped there's some band i don't know it, i think it was it was either the next day or the year after but the stage collapsed at blues fest at some point i was there it was fucking it's fucking funny but that right there when that storm came and he didn't stop and he was only halfway through the song and that storm was bad mm-hmm. like it was it was like i'm talking tsunami bad gee and he fucking stuck it out and he finished that fucking song and i'll never forget that that's
0: man. dedication right there
1: Tim McGrath from rise against oh <laughs> oh I mean that that right there that made me so wet just super wet
0: <laughs> I'd say so Jesus <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about the rain I know <laughs> 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 oh, oh man the uh the last few then if you uh if you could be locked in a room with any of the any of the performers that you've seen in concert who would it be?
1: The Pussycat Dolls. (laughs) Yep, I've seen the Pussycat Dolls.
0: Right, okay. (laughs) How did you end up seeing Pussycat Dolls?
1: I really like Christina Aguilera, and they were doing a concert with Christina Aguilera and the Pussycat Dolls they were opening. Okay. So I called my buddy and said, hey, listen, man, I want to go see Christina Aguilera, and the Pussycat Dolls are there. i going to go, he's like, "Yup." Makes sense. You want to hear a funny story about that? Yeah, go on. So the Pussycat Dolls opened for Christina Aguilera. And uh, my buddy was on my left side. We were in our 20s, early 20s, and we we snuck in. We, we fucking nutsacked a bunch like like little mickeys of whiskey, right? Mm. We're sitting there watching the Pussycat Dolls. And my buddy, he was a party animal. His name was Ant. He was this fucking big Italian guy. He was this fucking animal. And uh, we're drinking, we're drinking, and, and he goes to these girls right next to us, and he goes, hey, you want a shot? And then you look at him, and, and he goes, I'm 12. And he looks at me, he goes, Oh, oh 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 and he just gets up and takes off right <laughs> and then the mom goes what did he say to you and she's like he tried to give us liquor and then she goes who the f-? the mom was like who the fuck was that and i'm like i, I, I have no idea I'm, I'm with this guy right but the person next to me wasn't paying attention i'm like i'm with him i don't know who that was and the mom's like okay whatever right <laughs> and I'm like what's that and we were just on the opener so i had to sit Watch the rest of the Pussycat dolls and Christina Aguilera by myself. My oh, buddy wouldn't come back. Man. Cause you we were like like 23 or something and offered a fucking 12-year-old liquor. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. But like I'm I'm sorry. Like I like she was 12, but the way her hair was done and she was dressed, and it was dark in the lights, she didn't really look 12, mm. to be
2: honest.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. Like she was all dolled up. I'm not I'm not saying like I'm into 12 year olds. I'm just saying like it, it was a little bit um um, what's the word I'm looking for who do you need like,
0: Oh, <laughs> Jesus.
1: She looked at least eight. She looked at, okay, let's be honest. She looked 18. And when we were 23, if you looked 18, sure. We'll say hi. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, like, for, okay, listen, from a side profile, actually, I remember, I remember this I was looking, I was like, okay, she looks like 18. But like, when she looks at you, I was like, yeah, now she looks full. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was
1: terrible man so bad i remember even going to my buddy i'm like Why don't you come back i'll trade you seats he's like no 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 no." like you don't have any liquor on you anymore we drank it it's gone like, just not. fuck that it's like the mom
0: <laughs> oh that moms can be scary
1: <laughs> yeah i just i didn't do any, whatever i'm watching christine aguilera that was great
0: oh i'd say so i i love christine aguilera myself.
1: I've always loved her. Even when I was like a Marilyn Manson fan, I always hit us. I never told anyone that I had a Christian Aguilera CD. Really? <laughs> yeah. And
0: NSYNC. guys, I, I saw them in concert too. Really? And you're admitting to- I've it. seen.
1: Oh, I don't give a fuck. I I tell everyone, I listen to anything. I I got to a point in my life, especially in uh later in high like early high school, there was genres. You're either a punk rocker, a yeah. Gino, a guido, a fucking uh, uh, a goth, whatever the fuck, right? You, you, you got to stick to it. Mm. But later in high school, it, people started relaxing, opening up. with you, If you listen to rock, if you listen to dance music. It, it, it didn't matter. Yeah, it didn't matter anymore, right? So, and then I got to a point, right? I, I just what I like, I like. I'm sorry, who gives a fuck? There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. I've I've seen everyone. I've seen everyone in concert. I've seen I've seen G Unit, Fifty Cent, from I Mother Earth, Red Hot Chili Peppers, ACDC. I've even seen Tom Jones.
0: Tom Jones.
1: Yeah. I watched this old lady run up to the stage and throw her panties on the stage and he wiped his sweat with it. Oh. <laughs> you didn't know that? That That's Tom Jones' concert ever since like even back in the day. Yeah. I... Women would take their panties because Tom Jones has this problem of sweating profu- profusely. He even had to take an intermission to take a shower and, and, and change his clothes because halfway through the show, you could see it. It's just d- pouring sweat, this guy. <laughs> That's and so that's why girls would throw their panties on stage so he could wipe the sweat off his eyes.
0: I kind of hoped that when he got old, the fans would stop doing it as well.
1: Nope, nope, they still did it. <laughs> I took my mom to go watch, them. and I watched this little old lady. Oh, like, well, well, I actually why I that's a lie. I watched a bunch of old ladies. I watched a bunch of them one after the other throughout the show. You know, even younger girls and stuff. Mostly old ladies. And I remember this one old lady came there with a walker and threw her panties and then walked away with her walker. It was hilarious i was like holy shit (laughs) oh
0: jesus christ
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh
1: yeah i've seen it all i've seen you know eminem redman blink 182 corn six times pearl jam ensign piscat dolls tom jones fuck's sake seen them all
0: there's not many you haven't seen
1: there's a lot more i just can't remember actually like sometimes they, they just pop in my head and I'm like, oh yeah, I saw them too.
0: <laughs> if there was one that you could see that isn't on your list, who would it be?
1: Twisted fucking sister, man.
0: <laughs> There's a reason you're wearing the t-shirt.
1: Hey, I met Dee Schneider, downtown Toronto. Really? I had to cut a motherfucker off to meet him.
0: <laughs> now that's a story I have to hear.
1: Well, so D Schneider was doing a musical in Toronto back in 2015. Or yeah, two, 2015 or 16. And I was down on um, near Union Station. And all of a sudden, I'm driving. And I'm driving with this chick. Around, Yo, I was working for this advertising company. We're driving to this other company. Hmm. And all of a sudden, I'm like, holy shit, Dee Schneider. She's like, who the fuck is Dee Schneider? <laughs> I'm like, twisted fucking sister. She's like, who the fuck is that? I'm like, hold on. <laughs> and I see this other guy going the opposite way, like the same way he's walking. And I heard him say the same. He goes, Dee Schneider. I'm like, <laughs> fuck that. I fucking I cut off a cabbie mm. I cut that motherfucker off that was going after him too rolled down my window I was like yo Dee Snyder what's going on man and he's like oh hey, hey how you doing you know how's it going I was like hey, hey look, let's take a picture and he's like oh I'm with my wife you know she doesn't like these things um we, we're going to lunch I'm sorry man And I'm like can I take a picture of you and he goes yeah and he put his hands down he goes take one man <laughs> and then uh so I took a picture of him and he goes all right man have a good day see you later walked off and it's on my Instagram if you scroll down a bunch. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I'd love to see. Actually, if you watch Cobra Kai, D Schneider performed in, I think, season two. Yeah. Yeah. Of Cobra Kai. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. That's fucking, that's so sick.
0: Yeah, it really was. It was the highlight of that season. Yeah.
1: Yo, he still looks good for his age.
0: He actually does. He looks like he hasn't really aged that much. The hair has just yeah. changed a bit.
1: D motherfucking Schneider. <laughs>
0: I always say I'd love to actually get him on the podcast.
1: I don't think that would be that hard these days.
0: That's what I thought. He'd be one of the more accessible ones, I think.
1: You know, actually, I, I, I did. If you can track down his agency, because I've done this with a couple of bands. There's this band around here called Sumo Psycho that I'm really into. Mm. And I found their agent out in, They're here in Toronto, but their agency is in New York. And I emailed them and they said, OK, well, let, let me contact them. And uh, they said they weren't because they were releasing a new album. They weren't currently going to do podcasts. So yeah, I had to wait a couple months. I think they might have listened to her agent listened to a little bit of mine, and she's like, "No, they're not doing that." (laughs) (laughs) But she did communicate with me. But what I'm saying, it's not that hard to find. You just got to track down the agency that, that that holds them. Yeah. Fuck, man! I even contacted a porn star. Found found their agent out in California. Really. You know, Remy, Remy LaRue mm. or LaRox, I think it's called her name is. I don't know. Since I'm French. I think it's LaRox. <laughs> Rem, Remy LaRox. I was talking to her agent.
0: Did she yeah. uh, decide to come out or yeah. no?
1: <laughs> no. She said, she, that was different. She said, Remy doesn't won't do any podcast. Oh. Like, I don't think she wants that kind of publicity. Yeah. I, I I did a little, I did Google her a little bit. She doesn't look like she does any interviews online, really, other than. All the only talks she'll do is actually important, <laughs> but there's no actual like personal interviews online mm. much or I think at all.
0: Here's an idea. Why don't you email or say you have an idea for a new type of porno? It's in the podcast format, and you'll interview her while while you do her
1: I'd have to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> no seriously i would yeah. Yeah, this shit won't be free i don't even know what her fucking rate's gonna be man she's a top-notch porn star
0: <laughs> be one of a once in a lifetime opportunity though
1: i would i'm not gonna lie i would <laughs> if if i would like you know what if i was making money online hmm. like enough that sustaining myself whatever that was my thing like i was like like a logan paul or something fuck yeah man i'll go fuck i'll go do porn who cares i'll even do fan fucking only <laughs> i was thinking about that you ever seen me with my donald trump mask mm. actually i shouldn't say this but i'll say it anyways i was thinking about like covering my tattoos and like doing the donald put the donald trump mask on and like you know fucking spanking the bank for people <laughs> and then talk like donald trump be like make america great again <laughs> You want me to pull my dick? (laughs) I do. Okay, man, we'll make it. We'll make dicks great again.
0: Right? Yeah.
1: Keep paying me. I'll keep pulling.
0: (laughs) Oh man, (laughs) that shit is too funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god. (laughs) Oh fuck.
1: (laughs) Oh fuck. I love how you say fuck. Fuck. Oh.
0: I always think it's mad when uh, someone else says that they can really hear my Irish accent coming through. Because obviously I can't hear it.
1: Or really hear the Irish accent coming through, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I can hear I can hear it full on, man. I knew it was Irish. Mm. I, I actually, I listened to your podcast a bit before we did this and I heard that. I was like, is he Irish? Or is his guest Irish? I couldn't tell if you were the guest or the host. I I could, <laughs> but I figured it out. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you two more before I go. Actually, three more really quickly. Yeah, you know the game used to be signed to G Unit under fifty cents. Yeah. So I got really drunk and got this great idea to climb up on the side of the speaker and jump on stage. The security guards really didn't like that. Beat the hell out of me. Broke my ankle. And then the Fuck. game got his bodyguards to be, uh, get the body to get the, to get the club security off of me. Pulled me on stage. Let me rap with them on stage. But I was really drunk, so I, I failed real
0: <laughs> miserably.
1: Ended up letting me sit on a chair next to him. Uh will he finish the show Fuck. with the broken ankle.
0: Jesus. And you waited until now to say that why?
1: <laughs> I see you're asking other questions. <laughs> I had it on my list. <laughs> I mean, I, I did send you a picture of my list. Maybe you would Oh, you nah, you wouldn't have saw the broken ankle part. I just put game jumped on stage. Um yeah, yeah, they, they, they that the club security beat the hell out of me, man. Fuck. Cause like at first when I was on the stage, I hit the stage off the speaker and the game was rapping, "Uh, This is how we do, you know, that, remember that track? Yeah. And all of a sudden he's, he's, he's doing the course and he's looking over. I mean, he's and he's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then he starts, he goes, and then he just kind of threw the course. He goes, go white boy, go white boy. And then the crowd and then all of a sudden security is like, get off the stage. And I'm like, okay, fine. And as soon as I got to the stage, it was like, it was really high up. They grabbed me by my pants and pulled me. And I just went whoo, straight down and fucking hit on my ankle, broke my ankle right down the middle. And they started, six of them started beating the shit out of me. And then his he stopped the he stopped the uh, song and he goes, go get him, go get him. And then it's like three big black guys come jump off. So they're throwing these fucking security <laughs> off of me. And then they picked me up like a fucking girl in like some 90s romance movie. Are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, man. And they kind of tossed me on stage then the game talks to me and then the crowd booed me. And then the game told the crowd to fuck off. And he's like, yo, this is the first time a white dude has ever jumped on stage, man. Fuck off. Right. (laughs) Anyways. And that was, yeah, that was that. And and also at the end of the concert, he had to uh, get his security to walk me to the front door. So I wouldn't get beat up on the way out. Well, my buddies were carrying me out. Mm. Fuck. Yeah. He goes, listen, I'm going to get two of my guys to go with you Mm. to, to outside to the car. So, because those guys, like, the, the security was looking at me, like, doing, like, all these, like, like you're fucked. Oh, you're Jesus. Fucked. As soon as they're like, you come down, you're fucked, right? <laughs> and he saw that. He's like, I, I see there. He's like, I'll get my my bodyguards to walk you out. So they had to, walk, like, escort me out of the club. Oh, So man. the fucking, the house security wouldn't fucking, you know, wreck me after. That.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus,
1: that's. I think, I think even one of them, when I was on my way out, looks at me and goes, yo, you're lucky the game likes you. And I was like, yeah, whatever, fuck you. And I was like, get in the car, get in the car.
0: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
1: I guess they were just really pissed off because they're supposed to, like, make sure no one gets on the stage. Mm. See, that's kind of bullshit. You Remember we were talking about, like, back in the 90s? Yeah. How many people would get on the stage and all of a sudden run off the stage and do a crowd surf, right? Yeah, exactly. And even the, anyone, like, it, it used to be, like, a common thing. No, me at this fucking club, I could have crowd surfed. The crowd was like, like thick enough. Mm. Right. But instead, like they just looking at me like I fucking ruined their job. Like they're not doing their job. It's like, dude, someone's going to slip by you at some point. Yeah. Instead, it was, it was fucked. (laughs) But, you know, good experience.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It gave you a good
1: story. I met the game. And here's a little tidbit. There's this girl that I know that was also at the concert when I told her the story how I met the game. She goes, oh, I also met the game. And I go, how? And she goes, some guy came up to me and this other girl in the crowd and goes, You want to meet the game? And it was before the show. And she goes, Okay. And um they brought they brought her backstage and she was sitting there on a chair. Hmm. And then and his his wang was hanging up. <laughs> you want to guess what happened right there?
0: Oh uh, yeah, I think I could uh, guess. All right.
1: <laughs> I asked her, I'm like, how big was it? She was like, big, like really big. <laughs> <laughs> see how easy it is for a rock star i was just just get your buddy to go to the crowd you want to go meet him and then just just sit there with a chair waiting with your fucking thing like this
0: when is that going to happen for podcasters that's what i want to know
1: one day my friend we one day we'll be rock stars
0: yes yes exactly
1: get on joe rogan's level for (laughs) sure yeah yeah but i mean the same to jim morrison they can't record and get well you could hide it
2: hmm yeah.
1: <laughs> Actually, I could be doing it right now. And you have no idea.
0: <laughs> I thought there was a reason you were wearing a fur coat. All right.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's so many things you can hide under a big jacket. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, there was there was that one. And um oh. Oh yeah, here's a quick one. So the red hot chili peppers that was a young and dundas in the nineties. I got dropped on my head on concrete and some 20-year-old tried to kick my ass. Jesus. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I've had a lot of that. I mean, I went to go see I, Mother Earth on a free concert downtown Toronto when I was in grade eight. Mm. And I remember I went crowd surfing and, and somehow I ended up standing up in the crowd and I pulled my ass out. A lot of And a lot of people threw shit at my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll appreciate that. And I'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave you with this one. So I used to own a lot of vintage Marilyn Manson shirts. I had a lot. Right. Like, let's say anywhere, I think, from like 20 to maybe 30. And I got this buddy who's, I met him, I don't know, a few years ago, and he's really into uh, buying vintage concert shirts or just band shirts, Mm. right? I used to buy from a store called Backstage Pass. And um, he was showing me his shirts, right? He's like, yeah, I bought this one for like 300 and this one for $400. i am like, wait, 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 wait. what? What?" (laughs) what do you mean why did you buy them for so much money he's like oh these are the ones from like 96 97 like these are the authentic ones right
2: mm.
1: like i had that i had that one i had that one he goes what are you serious? Like, where are they now i'm like i i don't know like, my family moved and I maybe it got thrown into a donation box or something like i didn't care was, after i stopped <clears throat> once i got into high school i kind of packed up all my manson t-shirts two sweaters everything into this big box mm. and i think my family gave it to the value village or donated or something right yeah and I went through. He's got this vintage website. And I went through them. I had Manson shirts that were worth six hundred dollars today, six to eight hundred dollars.
2: <laughs> oh man! You know
1: I had there. You know there's one I think it's worth eleven grand. And you had? There's this one. It's got like three demons on it or something.
0: Mm.
1: It's worth thousands, thousands. I had it. Oh man! There and put it this way: the average. Vintage Manson shirt, not including nine inch nails and corn and stuff, but let's say just Manson averages anywhere from like 250 Canadian upwards of six, $700. And then there's the odd one that goes over a thousand or in the thousands, right? I had them all,
0: oh. all. Oh, fuck.
1: in a box, in a cardboard box in my basement. No idea where it is.
0: Oh man, that'd be no, some sick. No idea. Jesus.
1: Yep. <laughs> I would have. If I had that box, I'm not going to lie, I would have sold them all. I would have kept one or two mm. just for keepsake. I would have sold. them.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't blame you.
1: And I probably would have had maybe almost a down payment on a house or at least a decent car.
0: <laughs> that's sort of shit that would <laughs> keep you up at night.
1: Nah, that's okay. That was my fault.
0: Right. So the final question. If there was a song that would appear on the soundtrack to your life, I think we may have touched on it earlier on. What would it be?
1: Oh, God, I, w- I wish you gave me that question earlier. I actually have a lot of songs like that, but like <laughs> I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Jesus <laughs> Christ, Morty. Come on, Morty. What are we going to do this to me? Uh, let me pull, I got to pull up the song to my life. Like like in what in what sense?
0: say your life was a movie and you're walking off into the sunset the credits are starting to roll what song would play to sum up your life
1: <laughs> see okay now now i'm gonna i'm gonna go at this of like honest a, a, on a sound perspective because like i don't really i don't to be honest i don't really know the meanings for most of the songs i listen to
2: okay
1: I, I just really i just don't i i never paid attention to the lyrics much i'd say this is a good one but I'm, I'm going at this song for the sound. I have no idea what it means. <laughs> right. Okay, well, let's go with two of them. If you want to go with meaning, I'd go Swing Life Away from Rise Against. Okay. Or Injection by Rise Against.
0: Good choice, good choice. Very
1: good choice. Actually, if you want to, here's a fun fact. Rise Against is actually one of my favorite bands due to the fact that I like 85% of their songs off all their albums which you do not get from that much.
0: No, no, you actually don't.
1: I can just constantly listen to them and never get bored. Well, fucking hell, right? Eh? <laughs> what a poke that was, huh? Eh? You fucking wank.
0: Well, it was an absolute not a pleasure. I really enjoyed that one. I, I'm i glad you did. That's the
1: purpose of my, actually, I never said the why I do my podcast, but that's it right there. I hope somebody gets something out of it just the way I did with music and everything else in
2: life.
0: Hey, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, why not reach out and let us know? You can find us on all social media. Just search for Concerts That Made Us podcast. And also, be sure to check out our website at www.concertsthatmadeus.com. That's the best place to stay up to date on everything that is Concerts That Made Us. Until next week, keep rocking. Hey. Hey, what are you guys still doing here? The show's over. It's over. You can go home. Go on. We'll
2: see you next time. We'll be here. Bye.